Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You are listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous with your host, Lauren Conlon. Hey guys, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. I wanted to bring you guys a bonus episode this week because I had the chance to see some pretty special films and I spoke to the filmmakers and I want to spread the word. So firstly, I want to talk about HBO's documentary Foster, which is available now on HBO Go, On Demand, Amazon, and Apple TV. So Foster gives you a firsthand look at the foster care system, specifically in LA, but you know it might as well be anywhere, um, as seen through the eyes of those who know it best, social workers, children in the system, and foster parents and families. The film was made by the talented Deborah Oppenheimer and Mark Jonathan Harris, who have both won Academy Awards together and separately for other documentary films they've made. Mark Jonathan Harris won an Oscar for his documentary, The Redwoods, way back in 1968. And then he and Deborah both won the Oscar in 2001 for the documentary they made together called Into the Arms of Strangers, Stories of the Kinder Transport, which if you don't know what that is, it was about the secret smuggling of Jewish children out of the Nazi-occupied, Nazi-occupied Germany in the late 1930s. So Yeah, as you can see, they don't really shy away from uncomfortable topics. Getting back to Foster, the screening was at the screening room at the Wythe Hotel in Brooklyn, which was super cool. It's it's an awesome venue if you haven't been there. Um, So I grabbed myself a glass of wine from the bar. I took my seat after I was able to interview Deborah and Mark. And, you know, I didn't really know what to fully expect from the doc. Um, I did notice when I was sitting there waiting for it to start that a group of kids walked in or teenagers um, as well, and they just came with one adult. So it was a group of maybe like eight to 10 of them. Um, It made me wonder, you know, were those foster kids that they just extended the invite to? And I was pretty sure that they were. So before the film even started, I'm already just feeling more aware of how real the system is and how close I am. And by the time I left the Wythe Hotel after the screening, my eye makeup was running and I was just a mess because I had cried so much throughout this documentary. Um, Mark and Deborah's goal was to break the stereotype of this world that the Department of Children's Services are these awful people trying to take kids away from their parents and that the system is broken. And by hearing these individual stories from foster parents, children, social workers, it really was just so moving. And at the very beginning, it just completely shattered me to hear this eight-year-old girl who was removed from an abusive household into a loving foster family say that she didn't know that she could ever be loved again until she was placed into this new home. 
um, another young male teen, he's just trying to stay out of trouble and it's difficult for him. And you finally realize why it's probably so difficult for him when they disclose he actually watched his mother getting murdered by the only father figure he ever knew. It's completely heartbreaking and it's something that no child in this world should ever have to witness and heal from. Um, and Mark and Deborah, they don't sugarcoat it in this film. So take a listen, and my apologies in advance. My mic just picked up a little feedback. The key to documentary filmmaking is empathy, empathy and curiosity. So uh, we were interested in understanding the system, which is very prevalent but very misunderstood. So we didn't go in... Sorry, I misunderstood how so. Misunderstood because people have all sorts of judgments about the people in the system. Uh, they believe social workers are child stealers, callous, overburdened. They think the kids are damaged beyond repair. Uh, they think the parents are bad <coughs> um, because they let their kids go into foster care. Uh, so w we set out to try to look beyond the stereotypes, the judgments, and the myths about foster care, and to really explore it. It is a, it is a painful subject. You're seeing things that, you're seeing somebody who can't pay their electric bill, who doesn't know if they can pay their rent, who doesn't look a year down the road to see where they're going to be because they're looking a day down the road hoping to figure out where they're going to be. You know, a, a, a girl who's in this movie who has never had permanent placement. I was fortunate to live in a home with parents and stability and knew that I could walk into the kitchen and open the refrigerator. So yeah, the stories are challenging and they're difficult. And during the time of making this film, I went to the airport and I had some problem and I was you know, all set to be riled up and upset and, and had to say to myself, okay, get a grip. <laughs> you have a home. You're not in foster care. You're not on the streets. So, yes, it is challenging, and not everybody does their job as well as you wish, and there, there are a lot of challenges. The system has come very far, and it still has very far to go. So they were lovely to talk to, just really wonderful people, um, very thoughtful, and like I said, Foster is available on HBO, HBO Go, and On Demand, Apple, and Amazon. And it's such a great watch. It's sad, but eye-opening. Um, Deborah and Mark are clearly so gifted. I hope they make a lot more documentaries together. So moving on to The Great Alaskan Race, which opens in theaters Friday, October 25th. Um, I sat down with Brian Presley, who maybe you haven't heard of by name, but if you look him up, you'll definitely know his face. And he was totally awesome. Um, he started his career on the soap opera Port Charles, and he was on that for like three or four years in the early 2000s. So fast forward, he's been working on this film, The Great Alaskan Race, for almost eight years now. Crazy. Um, he wrote, directed it, starred in it, and produced it. And it's about the true story of a man named Leonard Seppala, played by Presley, who travels 700 miles by sled, led by sled dogs in sub-zero degree weather, um, to bring back the antitoxin to cure and treat diphtheria, which was claiming the lives of tons of children back in the 1920s. 
So the dogs' names in the movie are Togo and Balto, and that's their the dogs' real names in real life. Um, there's even a Balto the dog statue in Central Park in New York just honoring him and, and the amazing work that he did because these dogs were truly heroes. And I guess they were really old as well. And I'm not even a dog person, but I can really appreciate this, especially after watching the movie. So take a listen to a quick soundbite from Brian. And when he refers to mushers, he means the sled dogs. This Friday, it's the day. You're so excited, right? It's it's super exciting. I mean, it's been uh, nine years to get to this point with this project. So it's a little surreal that the movie's coming out nationwide this Friday. A little nerve-wracking, a uh, <laughs> little mixture of feelings. Mm-hmm. I, I totally understand. So I want to start with New York City. You're here. I saw on Instagram that you went to Central Park to see the Balto statue. What has been your favorite part about the city so far? You know, it's always awesome to come to New York. And, you know, it's kind of really cool to kind of end our big press junket, you know, at the Balto statue, you know, which was resurrected in 1925 um and you know i um so to get to come here and be able to know we're telling the live action version of this movie um and so you know in in my uh angle on the story that i wanted to tell um not to discredit any of the mushers but um i wanted to tell from leonard seppala and togo's perspective you know, most of the mushers covered 50 to 80 miles. Leonard Seppel and Togo covered 350 in 80 below zero, the yeah, toughest that's, that's stretch. Insane. I was watching it and it, I was, I was still <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to fathom. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, most of us maybe been in a blizzard, but 80 below zero is, you know, that's a whole different animal. And so, uh, and the fact that Togo was 12 years old, mm-hmm. he was 12 year old husky. Mm-hmm. So Balto uh, covered the last 50 miles and got a lot of the credit and praise, but you know, so, you know, I feel like Leonard Seppel and Togo are kind of the forgotten heroes. And one more thing, his adorable daughter, Emma, is in the film playing Leonard Seppel's daughter. And he shared a quick story about filming with her that I really appreciated having a daughter of my own who is also well, Speaking of so actors in the film, extra. your daughter, she was fantastic. Um, yeah, she's adorable. Did you give her a screen test? And how? what was it like working with her? Well, you know, I auditioned a lot of kids for the movie. Wait, you did? I, I did. And I was, because uh, I was on the fence if I wanted to bring my own daughter up, A, okay. and put her, I knew she hadn't really done anything. I knew she had the personality and had it in her. Um, and so, but finally I was like, I want my daughter to play this role. And, and I was also worried she's going to get up there and be like, you know, daddy, I don't want to say this line. Or Dad. That's what I would be so scared of, I think, is acting out on, on set. And so first, first day she shows up, we have a scene. So we kept it light and fun. And um, she, her first scene is she's in the dog sled and we're on our way home from the hospital. And we caught an edge and we tipped over and she was like, Daddy, I want to go home. And oh I was like, oh, gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she had lots of hot chocolate that night. <laughs> the Great Alaskan Race is a movie for the whole family. It's PG. And again, it opens on October 25th nationwide. So between this, The Kill Team, and Foster, I'd say if you're going to watch all three this weekend, take your Prozac. <laughs> just kidding. But really, all great stories just on the serious side. Um, If you want to watch the full interview with Brian Presley, you can go to our website, www.redcarpetrendezvousnyc.com, and click watch. 
And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast and subscribe and download on Apple. I hope you guys enjoy this bonus episode. Until next week. Thanks for listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous. Until next time. Until next time.